Who is God? My father. Uh, your daddy? Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought your father still living? Mm -hmm. What were you waiting? Oh, uh, you waiting on him to do what? Uh, just guide the path. What the? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not going to do anything to God do well, what? Because I don't, I mean, I like what I do. I really do. Right. And I thought about it extensively but then also there could be other things talents that I can have that I can explore too and make but why not use the one you have already instead of waiting for now you think oh you think God coming by and gonna bring you another one no <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just having a waiting attitude oh and not use what you have so I'm, he I'm sent you he sent you some dogs he sent you a job he sent you an idea are you still waiting for an attitude? I'm still having a waiting to. So he sent you a boat, airplane, and, and I'll take the boat. And you didn't take either one though. <laughs> you still waiting for him, you're drowning. No, no. I'm still working, I'm still doing I'm still getting dogs. I'm like booked out for months. Oh. Yeah. But you wait for God. Yeah. What the? you never know what's gonna happen. Sometimes you have to have a wait to see out Yeah. All the time you have to have a wait. Uh, five different, yes. well, four different places. In the Philippines, Malaysia. Wow. Um, Japan. They have white people over there? Yeah. How many black people over there? Not many. Were you scared? I'm Were you scared? You're right, Jesse. <laughs> oh, I'm messing with you. Nice. Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. You can get involved by going to our YouTube line. I have a chat line on YouTube, and hate will take your questions and comment, and I will respond accordingly. All right? Uh, good morning, y'all. Great morning. How's everybody? Great. Wow. Great. Nice. So, any any questions or comments or testimonies or anything happened this week? Well, nice. One person and two. Go ahead. Um, it's it's been a while since I've attended any service, and then uh, going over your videos again, it just made me think. Uh, it made me realize that you can't you can't do everything by yourself, and, and you do need the guidance of God to some degree, or at least to, uh, to refresh your mind with, with the word. Yeah. Yeah. And I started reading and I don't know, little, little things just started happening and it, it's kind of. Is this your first time here? Yeah. Yeah. My first what's time your in, first name? in a long time. Yeah. What's your first name? Hector. Hector. Yes, sir. Welcome, man. Thank you. And so have you forgiven your mother? Oh yeah. How did that go? Uh, she didn't take it well. She constantly wants to fight, and I just walk away from her. I'm like, ah, I don't need to give yeah. energy to you. Did you you marry, right? Yeah. Married. You married your mother? Huh? Did you marry your mama? No. Oh, good. How did that happen? Um, <laughs> complete opposite. and uh, Nice. So I'm like, ah, this is a good sign, because there's no, no, I don't, I don't have to argue with her. Uh, she, whatever crazy idea I have, she's like, fuck, well, I'm going to follow, and Nice. They hope, and she puts faith in me, so it, it feels good to have that 
that next season. So. How long have you been married? Uh, five years. Five years? Yes, sir. Nice. Yeah. Well, welcome, man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, right here, and then there. I shall be third. Let me Okay. I just had two quick questions. Okay. One, I think I kind of know. Um, what does it mean when people say, let the, let the dead bury the dead? And then the second one is, what do you mean when you say, when you tell people, or you ask people, uh, did you tell them how the cow ate the cabbage? And you say you think you know what it means? I think the second one I know what it means. What the do you first think? One, I think it means uh, telling people how the cow ate the cabbage. I think it means telling them the raw, unfiltered truth. Just telling them the truth. Am I right? No. Okay. <laughs> and the second one means, oh, that's... Oh, but you don't know what the other, the first one. No, what it means. State, go ahead. What it means when you say, or when people say, "Let the dead bury the dead." What does that mean? This young lady behind you want to tell you. Me? No, you. <laughs> well, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> um, let the dead bury the dead. What do I think that means? You heard that before? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I guess more in passing. I'm sorry? In passing, I've heard it. But you don't know what it means? I've mean? never thought about it. Oh, okay. The young lady next to her want to tell her. I have no idea. But you heard it before? Yeah. Did you think you know what it meant before now? No. Oh, good. Yeah. The young lady here want to tell her. It's possible, I'm speculating, that it means um, let those who are dead... Um, who are not awake, yeah. bury those who are not. Let the unconscious people who are dead, their eyes are open, but they're still walking in, in death, let them bury the dead. All people who are asleep, anyone who has anger is dead. You're walking dead. And so I mean that. Okay. Yeah. What about the cow and the cabbage? Just being honest. Not hating, but being honest. Well, that's like telling the truth, the right. raw, unfiltered truth. But it sounds scary when you put it that way. Because <laughs> <laughs> it might not be a serious thing, but it sounds serious when you say the raw, unfiltered truth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, because sometimes and I don't people want you don't want to get beat up. I'm sorry? You don't want me to get beat up. <laughs> Sometimes I don't want people you don't want to hear the truth. the raw, unfiltered truth and, right. <laughs> and get beat up. <laughs> Hold on a minute, sir. Hold on a minute. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Yes, sir. You have your hand, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, snap. Okay. I guess I should stand up. Yeah. My name is Alonso Marquez. This is your first time here? Yes, sir. First Welcome. time comer. Welcome. Right here by my friends. Um, just want to know what, what this place is about. See, hopefully, maybe it might do me some good. All right. Well, welcome, man. I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. So, yeah, um, I'm just going to just um, keep my mouth shut. Nice. We'll try to keep my mouth shut. Nice. And, um, and uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> listen. Okay. I think I'm, I'm a good listener. Right on, buddy. Alrighty. Thank you for coming. Thank you, sir. Okay. Thank you. Um, yes, sir. I just want to 
I just want to say the cows really like melons. Like what? Melons. Melons? Melons, yeah. Watermelon. Oh, yeah, they and do. They love them. They love, yeah. Yeah, and they'll fight over it. I remember I was now. Feeding some steer uh, one day. I, I worked at uh, Amy's farm yeah. for a little bit, uh, obviously because I've gotten in trouble. And I do some <laughs> community service. But, um, and that was the greatest experience I've ever had. Yeah. You know, on a farm, that's what I want to do when I get my own land and everything. I want to have my own farm. Right on, man. And they really like the melons. They love them. Yeah. You're right about that. And the cabbage, too. And that's how the cow eat it. <laughs> uh, I want to deal with the biblical question. Anybody know what the biblical question this week is? Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, anybody want to respond to it? In the hat. Oh, I'm not sure what it was. You don't know what last week biblical question? Um, well, you can't answer that. Yeah. <laughs> <Why are you>? <laughs> <laughs> right here. Oh. What was the question? What is your greatest fear? Yeah. What is your greatest fear? And everyone on this side of heaven has it. Some people working on it. But everyone has a great fear. I had a conversation with Joe L. this week about it. It was so interesting. It was deep. And so what is your greatest fear? You know, I thought, I pondered this question quite a bit over the last week. And I don't face my fear. Like, before being awake, I'm like an ostrich. I just put my head in the sand. I don't think about fears, I don't think about things that I should be fearful of because right. I don't want to. So, um, you know, and I just bury my head in the sand traditionally, that's how I've been. So I can't think of a fear per se because I don't face. And why don't, don't you face them? Um, how will you get better in, or become free if you don't face it? Why don't you face it? I just wait until they're in front of me. But like, I don't think about, oh my gosh, I'm afraid I'm going to die, for example. Even though I'm, I'm if I thought about it, I, I'm, I'm, that makes me a little bit afraid because I don't know what to expect. But I don't think about it, therefore I don't have the fear because I, I choose not to entertain that. And that's how I've always been, like, and, and, and to a fault, to a fault. So you choose not to face your fears? Until they're in front. Now, if they're there, I'll face them. Once they're there. But if, right if there. they're not there, how are you choosing not to face them? I don't think about them. You don't think about them? So you don't know what your greatest fear is? I honestly don't. I don't have, I don't have one. Oh, like, you I, have I used one. To, okay, oh, I you have I one. I do. I know. Everybody I know. and their mama have one. Well, okay, for example, I used to be so afraid for my mom, I used to pray to God if when my mom leaves, Lord, please take me with her. You Will know, your let mother the rapture take aspire? place. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you wanted to go to hell with your mama? <laughs> well, I don't think she's there. Where you, you think she is? If there's a heaven, I know she's there. So I you, believe there's a heaven. And I so you don't there. think your mother's in hell, but you think she's in heaven? I, yes. But why do you think she's in heaven, but not hell? Because I don't think there's any reason she would have gone to hell. Really? No. 
Wow. At all. <laughs> she did a great job. Come on, Jesse. So, <laughs> <laughs> Which is easier to think, she's in heaven or hell? I cannot imagine that she would be in hell. Really? I cannot even imagine that. That's what I mean. I don't face things like I don't think I don't entertain that. And, and what would happen if you entertain Mama? Might be in hell. I don't. I just. I'm not feeling that in my spirit. It just doesn't resonate. Amazing. Why not think of it either way? She could be in hell or heaven. You don't know. Cause you really don't know. It's just, just a thought, but you don't know. I don't think like that. I don't. I don't. I can't bring myself to think like that. Really? Mm -mm. You can't bring yourself to think, well, I don't know where she is. No. What would happen if you left a blank space? I don't think anything would happen. But do you know she's in heaven? I don't know for sure. I don't know for sure. So why not leave it as that then? I, that's, not, that's, I agree. I should. I think that's a good idea. Because if you think she's in heaven, it's just a thought that came from the devil. I agree. I watch I these uh, uh, on serious, I think, not serious, but I watch these shows about these people who, entertainers and things like that, and they do autopsies on them after they die to find out why they died. And they have miserable lives, right? Just like we all do who are in a fallen state. but. After they, they die, everybody said they're in heaven. Right. I'm like, that person was in hell. What made you say they're in heaven? <laughs> While they're on earth, they were in hell, living a hell life, right? But when they die, they're in heaven. I bet that heaven is so empty up there. <laughs> but anyway. So well, what makes you think she's in hell? But I don't know. Okay. She, no, I just, I, I always hear people say everybody's in heaven. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I went to a yeah. funeral once, and a family member died, and nobody liked the family member when they lived, right? <laughs> nobody liked the family. They hated to see him coming. But when he died, everybody was at the funeral crying and carrying on, and everybody got up and lied about how much they loved the person, and they know he's in heaven. And so I got up there and said, I don't know if this person's in heaven or not. <laughs> Y'all lying. You didn't like him. Who didn't even live in? Now you're going to put him in heaven on God? My mom was lovable, though. So oh, yeah? yeah? That's your daddy. She wasn't like that guy you're talking about. <laughs> well, anyway, that's not important now. I know. I yeah. But, and so you don't know what your greatest fear is? You know, Jesse, I know I have them. Trust me, I do. But I don't. I'm very Pollyanna-ish. I really am, to okay. a fault. Like, I've been reprimanded over that in the past just because I don't I don't like my mind to go there so I seriously do bury my head in the sand that's something I need to work on I yeah absolutely I know that well at least you know that yeah yeah and, and you need to work on it for sure this young man want to respond what is your greatest fear um, I'm, af I'm afraid I'm not gonna accomplish uh, the things I want in time in time of what in time uh, where, where I'm still spry Cause uh, we see a spry. Like I still move oh. around and everything. Cause uh, I've seen uh, my grandfather just retired right now. Right. And he's he's not doing too well, and he's retired and he's probably gonna have to go back to work. Nice. Yeah. So um, I I'm like 
I see his life, I'm like, that's not the life I want. So what does that feel like? I'm not going to get what like I, I want. I, I, I feel desperation um, to achieve what I want. Really? Yeah. That's amazing, man. Yeah. All right, that's your greatest fear. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Running out of time. This young lady want to respond. <laughs> <laughs> this your first time here? Yes. Nice. And what's your first name? Angelica. You're welcome, Angelica. Thank you. Um, what's your greatest fear? Um, my greatest fear, I would say, is to. It, it was recently is the fear I have right now, which is to not be able to help out my grandparents who basically raised me and pretty much give back what they gave me when I was younger. Really? So I, I'm scared, like it's, I'm scared that I'm gonna run out of time and not be able to provide that, that comfort to them before. So you're afraid here. that you won't be able to help your grandparents? Yes. They raised you so you want to be able to help them? Yeah. Help them do what? Well, my grandfather <laughs> still works and um, I would love for him to just fully retire and not have to wake up every morning to, he works on cars, so I know it's, it's a hard job. So, I mean, he's pretty strong and healthy, but I would like for him to have the option of like, you know what, just, you have the option to retire, not have to worry about that. But suppose he doesn't want to retire. I would love at least to give him the option. I'm sorry? <laughs> you know, I, don't, I would like for him to at least have the option to provide. I mean, if he wouldn't want to, it would be great, but I would like to, at least provide the option for him. And, and I know so I can't do that now. That's your greatest fear. Mm -hmm. So your husband is underrun thinking that he need to get some more stuff before he can't make it. And you up there worried about grandpa. Why <laughs> <laughs> are not well, thinking about you? Uh, yeah. our grandfather, my grandfather's been our biggest help and support. So, oh yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Amazing. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, right here. And then here. What's your greatest fear? My greatest fear is uh, God. Who? God. Who? God? God. And that's the same God she's waiting on? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so your greatest fear is God. And why do it's you say my God? Last, it's my only fear now. And why do you say that? Because that's what he, he wants. He wants you to fear him. God. So you fear God because he wants you to fear him? Yes. And what does that feel like? It feels like, I don't know, it's unknown. I'm sorry? It's unknown, so you're... I'm it's an unknown faith. fear? Kind of, yes. So how do you know you have it if it's unknown? Because I, cause I read in the Bible that you, you must fear, fear the Lord, so... That's why I do it. And so you read it so about. I don't know if I'm fearing him correctly or not. Right. I am. I do fear him because I, I know how worthless I am by myself. I'm nothing without him. So. So you read in the Bible, you must fear God, and then right away you went, ooh. No, no, not like that. I, first I looked it up. Like, what does it mean to fear God? And then some definitions say it's like you're in awe of him, like you're amazed by him. But when I hear fear, it's like more like scared. So what are you afraid so, that he's going to do? I'm afraid that um, something was taken out of the Bible and I'm doing something wrong. But I also read that he's going to give you more books to, to, know, to know him. So he's, you're not going to be left out with any secret. 
So you think he's going to write some more books? No, he already did. Oh, but I he's see. Gonna, he's going to um, make known to people that are awakened that they have access to those books. And For so example, like example would be like the books they took out of the Bible back in the day that the Pope took out, like the Book mm -hmm. of Enoch and all those. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing now when I'm meditating like day and night. I'm just trying to discern like those different books that aren't, aren't in the today's Holy Bible and see if it's like, if it's true or not. Amazing. Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. I saw your hand, right? Yes. Okay. What is your greatest fear? Initially, my, my first thought was um, death, uh, was physical death. Right. But then I thought about it a little more, and I think my greatest fear is um, really realizing or accepting the fact that I don't have control over anything. My death, or if I'm going to be su successful or not, uh, I don't have any control of, over any of that, really. So I think that's the biggest fear, is accepting um, accepting that true fact that I don't really have control over anything. Is it hard to accept that? Um, I'm, it has been, yes. And, and how do you know it's been hard to accept it? So, like I said, um, my initial um, thought was death, physical death. Um, so, and I'm like, okay, but I can't really control Right. That, you know what I mean? So, but that was my, that was something I was, I'm afraid of. Like, oh Are you still God. afraid of that? I think I am. Oh, okay. Yes, I am. Amazing. To a degree, so, that's my. Um, okay. Why are you afraid of dying? Because of the, uh, uh, the unknown, or just. Whether you're going to go to heaven or hell? Yes. Don't worry, we'll lie at the funeral and say <laughs> you went to heaven. <laughs> We'll act like you went to heaven, all right? <laughs> but Do you, know, you want some ice water while you're down in hell? Hey, it's anything that'll help, you know, I'll take it. Um, Did I, you know the people in hell want ice water? <laughs> and that's something, even... My grandparents used to tell us that when we worked in the cotton field, and we, we were complaining, oh, I want some water. Um, it's hot out here. And people in hell want ice water, too. <laughs> that meant we weren't getting any water. <laughs> Not then. But go ahead. No, I was just saying, even with that fear, I always realize, like, when people say, like, they're, they're like, concerned about what will happen at their funeral or something like that. Yeah. I, always real, I always thought that was stupid, you know? Yeah. But, uh, I know. It, it's a, but I still have a little fear of just the unknown. So. I had a family member tell me, what are you going to do if I don't show up? If we don't show up at your funeral, I'm not going to do anything. What, I'm going to get up and cry or something? <laughs> Am I going to be disappointed y'all didn't show up to the funeral? What a mess. That's a crazy question. Amazing. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, yes, Raymond. What is your greatest fear? I may have said it before, but my greatest fear is failure to be a better person. To be a better person? Yes. Better than what? Better than what I was, uh, what I am now. Because I found that I'm not a good person. Yeah. Now, how do you feel about finding that out? Very humble and very small. Yeah, amazing. Okay, interesting. The young lady in front of Raymond want to respond. 
What is your greatest fear? I would probably say I have a couple, but... You have a couple of them? Yeah, but okay. I, I, I don't really want to share them. You don't want to what? Personal. You don't want to what? Share them. Oh, you don't want, you want to share one? No, them, either or. Oh, you have, you have two? Yeah, I would say I have a couple, yeah. But you don't want to share either one? No, they're a bit personal. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you have a personal f great fear. Right? Yeah. It's so personal you can't face it? No, I just don't want to share it right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I'd say I have a couple that I'm aware of, yeah. All right. Yeah. Amazing. Yes, ma'am. What's your greatest fear? Being an incredibly selfish person. Being an incredibly selfish person? Yes. Are you that? I would say that I'm running towards that. Oh, you're heading toward that? I'm running towards that. Like, if I notice that I'm displaying those traits, then I'm, like, watching myself in that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're becoming a selfish person. Yeah, because my birth mother was like that. Oh, I see. Yeah. And what is, what is it like seeing yourself? What does that look like? It's hard. It's in, like, every day. Just, you know, watching my behavior. But... As I'm like watching myself and not judging myself through that, right, it becomes a lot easier. So, so you like? Do you like the fact you're becoming that, or you're not? Yeah, it's great. It's free. To become a selfish person? No, to watch myself in that. And oh, I see. Change and grow. Yeah, nice. It's awesome. Right on. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's rewarding. Is what? It's rewarding. Right. Honestly, you, you've helped me so much, so I appreciate it. Right on. Stay with it, stay with it, stay with it. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Sean. And then this young lady want to respond. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've had... Uh, what you is know, your greatest fear? I've had sicknesses in the past that, um, you know, almost got the better of me. So I, I think get, getting, like, getting sick and dying would be oh, my, I my forgot great, about that. greatest fear. You're afraid of bugs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a little too tall to be scared of bugs, huh? <laughs> Can you imagine a bug running through here right now? He starts screaming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah mostly spiders, yeah. So your greatest fear is dying or bugs? Um, pro yeah, probably like getting sick and dying would be my greatest fear. Getting sick and dying? Yeah. And what does that feel like, that kind of fear? Um, it doesn't feel good. It feels... Um, feels weak. Oh, okay. feels like uh, weak to have that kind of fear. Yeah, it is a weakness. Okay. Amazing. This young lady want to respond. Hello, hello. Okay. Oh, my greatest fear would be like right now, I suppose, going to hell. Going to hell? Yes. Oh, and why do you feel going to hell when you're already in hell? Because I think it's worse. Well, I know. I mean, I realize it's hell here on earth, but I think that there's like... Do you know you're already in hell? Oh, yes, absolutely. And so can it get any worse? I believe so. In what way? I believe it's because, like, 
it would be forever, whereas here it's just like, okay, it's temporary. And That's a good point. Heaven, if you, know. you die in this hell, it's forever. Yes. At least while you live, you have a chance to overcome yes. it. This, is this your first time here? Yes. Oh, what's your name? Monica. Hi, Monica. Hello. How do you hear about us? Oh, I watch you on YouTube all the time. Amazing, huh? Black <laughs> people are funny, huh? I love you. <laughs> <laughs> no. As, as hate would say, black people are so amusing. No, you're, you're amazing. <laughs> amazing. Um... And so, why don't you overcome your hell while you live? Because mm, I, that's a good question. I don't know if there's like any specific things. I suppose there's things I could do better, but that I'm not doing now. But for the most part, I mean, I've lived humbly and I don't want to say I consider myself a good person because that would be like arrogant, I guess. Right. And but yet, there's always some things we could do better. Have you forgiven? Oh yeah. You forgave your mother? Yes, I have. You told her? Um, yes. And, and what did she say? Well, it was a matter just of being able to communicate because she were like she had a stroke, and then after that, we um, she was a different person. It was almost like the devil just went out of her. So like for a year before she died, we had the best communication, and I you know with good heart. When before I hated her. Right. So, but yes, I, I spoke with her for a whole year. I mean, it communicated like no, like no other. Like, we never had before. How about your father? My father is deceased as well, but yes, when it be, I have forgiven him. Cause I'm, I, and I blame my mother for him not being a father to us. Yeah. Like, well before I saw your show. So nice. Like, watching you pretty much confirmed. Um, yeah, because I just had these images of her, like, not letting him be a father to me when I was young. And yeah. I thought that was wrong growing up, you know, just like just looking back. So, yeah, I have. I have no hater or um, want for ill will towards anybody or myself. Nice. So yeah. Amazing. No anger. You have kids? I do. You married? No. Oh, you ran your husband off? Yes, and I, I have no anger towards him either. Oh, nice. He was, yeah, yeah. And you have kids? Yes. Did you screw them up too? I hope, I mean, I, it's like to, to certain degrees maybe perhaps, but I would just hope that it would be like I tried at least to at least put the least amount possible, I suppose you could say. We Did you old. apologize to your kids? I, um, Let me know. I, you know what? That's not worthy. No, I suppose no. But I, I could do that today, though. But why have you done it already? Since you understand what happens, and they don't well, because sometimes. I, think, I know, I, yeah, because I believe that it was just for me. Maybe, yeah, because one of them is screwed up. I think my son, he, I mean, but he's not, I guess, he's not that screwed up, you know. Well, but, how um, screwed up do you want him? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want him to screw up at all. But things could be, he's not that screwed they, up. I know, but things could be worse. I always like, try to you know, like, know that things could always be worse. So I guess that's why I look at like, like things uh, when I shouldn't really be looking at things like that at all. Like things shouldn't be screwed up at all if I had right. any power or control over it, especially if it was my responsibility. If the, if the reason why he screwed up, then I guess I, you know, just being screwed up a little is too much. Right. So, um, yes, yeah, so I could apologize to him today for that, honestly. Oh, I, I'm not, I don't want to make you apologize. No, I believe it's, just, it's an important thing to do because, I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, now, I mean, if I apologize to him today, then it'd be, there'd be no reason for him to come to me for anything, as far as like blaming me, you know, yeah. kids want to do. Yeah. And I'm not, because I'm not, mm -mm. That's right. So, yeah. Uh -uh. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, uh-uh. This your son here? <laughs> no, this is my daughter. Oh, that's your daughter? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. You can ask her if I skip my Did she screw you up? <laughs> 
Sure, I don't know. Speaker, turn the mic for me. No, Speaker, turn the mic for me. Oh. No, I don't think she screwed me up. A little bit? No, I don't think so. What would happen if you told her the truth? She'd be like, okay. She would, okay, just a little bit. Okay. Have you forgiven her? Yeah. You told her? I forgive you. Thank you. You just not telling her? <laughs> what the? <laughs> well, I think she has told me that she's sorry before, and I was like, yeah, it's okay. Do you have anger? No. How old are you? I'm going to be 27. I can't hear you. 27. You're 27? Yeah. And, and you don't have anger? No. You never get angry? Maybe at drivers on the road here and there. So you do get angry? Yeah, at drivers. Right. And so you do have anger then? Uh, yeah. Oh, why'd you say no? Uh, I guess it depends on the circumstances oh, I see. that you're put in and life, what it throws at you. No. How's your life going? Uh, it's okay. It's been very challenging. It's been challenging? In what way? Uh, just different jobs that I've put myself through. Like, um, right now I'm doing wild on firefighting, so there's a lot of tests and strength tests that they want you to go through. So oh, I see. Really pushing myself. Nice. Yeah. Well, any question? Um, questions? For me. Uh, what's your fear? I'm going to tell you in a minute. Oh. That's a good question. <laughs> All right. Mm. Okay. How old are you? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, 20, 27. You're no, 20. I'm 27. I'm 26 right now. Oh, you're not 27? Not yet. But I didn't ask you how old you're going to be. <laughs> I asked you how old are you? 26. Yeah, right so why do you say 27? I don't know. I feel like I'm 27 already. <laughs> but how do you know what 27 feels like if you're still 26? <laughs> So Everybody old. I ask, how old are you? They always say what they got to be. I wonder why that is. Okay. Thank you. Yes, sir. I, wanted to, I saw your hand, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I wanted to ask, Sean, is it correct? You, you mentioned uh, being afraid of spiders. Yeah. I just wanted to say something that yeah, it may help you, it may not. <laughs> So when you're afraid of like small creatures like bugs or spiders or something, um, what that usually is is you're afraid of small things overwhelming you. And, and so that's the reason why I tied into the, the a sick and dying thing that you said as well. It's the same thing. You're afraid that something small is going to overwhelm you one day. And so in order to overcome it, you just need to uh, deal with the small things in your life that you're dealing with, that you're avoiding, and then that you'll overcome it. That's, yeah, that's amazing. Um, I've definitely been overwhelmed by small things in the past, and like as of right now, I couldn't, I, I could not imagine a life not being afraid of, 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 of spiders and bugs. <laughs> like I can't even imagine. I've wow. tried, I've tried to imagine what it would be like to sit yeah. and like not get scared, and it sounds like so crazy now that I'm saying it. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah, that's great advice. Yeah, it is. I just thought he was beta. <laughs> a grown man instead of a spider beta. Yeah. Yeah, okay. like I said, I've been overwhelmed by small things. Very small, like ins completely insignificant things in the past. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, Francisco want to respond. And then, and then I come to you. What is your greatest fear? I don't know. You don't know your greatest fear? No. Okay. No. 
amazing. Question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. It's interesting. Hey, I like that point. Um, I actually don't like spiders at all. And there's a different Are you afraid of them, too? I think it's small things uh, overcoming. What was that? Are you afraid of spiders? I, I, to I totally don't like them. Well, I have a bag full back there. Can oh, you, you bring me those spiders? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> the reason, and, and, the reason and, I, and I want the ladies to see grown men run. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I don't like them, right, is they embody, and I was talking about this to somebody the other day, but they embody all of the evil that I see in women. They trap you what? with their webs. They, they, they set up a little trap for you. Mm. You walk right into it. They, then they, they get you and they ensnare you. <laughs> and, then, and then they suck the life out of you from the inside out. Right? And this is what I've experienced with, with fallen state women. It's exactly the same as a spider. And which is why when I see a spider, I'm like, I don't like that. Wow. I really don't like that thing. <laughs> The, the black widow spider. <laughs> what a mess. Hate want to respond to that. The anchor baby wants it. <laughs> did you know that's the anchor baby? Yes, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah, he's a lot cuter in person. He's what? He's a lot cuter. He's a lot cuter in person? Oh. <laughs> he looks so nice today, that's why. <laughs> yes. What's your greatest fear? Um, I do know, I, I do know that I am concerned about hell, like in the future, in my imagination, and um, and I do know that I have like a general fear. Oftentimes, it comes up with like dealing with people, or the prospect of dealing with people. Um, but I don't really know specifically what my greatest fear is. So you're, uh, you're afraid of dealing with people, you say? The prospect of dealing with people? Yeah. Why you sound so tough on the radio there? <laughs> well, as one of the black guys who came to the men's forum pointed out, it's different on the phone than in person. In person. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. He saw all brave on it. <laughs> What's wrong with the blacks? But, but I am tough. You are tough. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thanks. All right. Um, What's your greatest fear? Um. Being, I think being exposed or like being seen as, uh, what I'm trying to say is, I, when I examined myself and I was trying to examine myself over the week due to the question, instead of going to something I thought of, like, yeah. oh, that's my greatest fear, I just try to examine wh where the fear kind of comes up. And it's when I'm like dealing with people and, and I notice myself trying to seem a certain way. Oh, okay. So if I can explain it right. gen as generally as possible. And so when you see that happening, how do you deal with it? I just, I see that uh, I get like fed like lines from the mind. Oh, okay. And uh, it's total like a, like a, like a total script, <laughs> like I'm acting. So I just try, I just don't say it. I just don't say the lines. 
Oh, okay. I just sit there and look stupid if I have to. I try to do that. Amazing. Nice. You have your hand for You thought of one? So about fear, you know, I've had it my, my life. Your I greatest don't have fear. A specific fear, but uh, I kind of understand that uh, um, whatever the fear I have, it's all in of my pride, it's of my ego, of self, of uh, the human part of me, I guess. That's the part that has the fear, because the, the other part that I know of, of God, who has love, and if you have love, then you don't have fear. So, so why don't you know your greatest fear? If I knew that, I'd, I'd like to tell you, but... So where'd you get that from, what you just said? Because I know the truth, um, as it says in the Bible, if, truth, if you have uh, love, it casts out fear. If you have love, you have peace. If you have love, you, uh, you're, you're patient, you're understanding. So do you have love? Uh, no. Oh. What? Uh, That's how I know. Uh, okay. That's how I know because those are the gifts of, uh, you know, those are gifts of the spirit. If you, had, if you had that, then you wouldn't have fear. Okay. Interesting. Yes, ma'am. Interesting. I think my greatest fear is that I'm never going to overcome this battle that's going on. So as I look at, I've, I've listened to a lot of different fears this week on the radio show, and I can see that when I'm really still, there really is nothing to be afraid of, even the unknown, because I'm in the presence of God. But, you know, without fail, I'm living my day, and I watch myself you know i like i got irritated this morning about something and i think the thought that came to mind is the fear that i'm going to snap you know what i mean that i'm going to give in to satan that i'm going to give in to the world that i'm just going to throw my hands up and dive the wrong way oh, okay because it, you know and i guess the intellectual part of me can say well that's stupid i've already lived like that it is hell, it is hell on earth, but it's wild watching, like knowing that we're in hell on earth and watching the hell grow like gasoline on fire every minute that goes by, it's like, it's, it's wild to Do you love your hell? No, I don't love my hell. So why not let it go? I'm constantly working at that, you know, I'm constantly aware that you know, like I said, I, could, I got irritated about something and I can pause and get still and, and look like this is an emotion, this is a thought, this is a conversation with the devil. And, you know, and it, I guess just as it pertains to this question, I think <clears throat> the only thing that I could come up with this week today was I think my biggest fear is that this is never going to end. <laughs> you know, like... You feel like it's never going to end? This, this conversation with Satan, he just... You know. In your mind? Yeah. Oh, and you feel that it's never going to end? Did you say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I think that's probably my greatest fear because it's also it's so it's so slippery. It's so shape shifty. It's so you know it comes in a door and tries to mesmerize you and take your mind in, in ways that you don't. Sometimes I feel like really at peace and really not 
interested in engaging in emotions and then something comes through that I'm like there you are again here we you know yeah uh, I, I don't I don't know what my greatest I think I've I'm so eager and willing and watching my ego die that I don't feel a lot of fear around losing anything the more I've even tried to wrestle that as that process is gone I just I, it the more it causes me to surrender I don't I don't want to fight that it's just the it, the the constant thoughts that are just <laughs> it's it's incredible and yeah. I, I, th I think I do have a fear that that's just never going to end. Speak up. It's never going to end. It's never going to end. Okay. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Um, I have uh, an ego answer and like a, a soul answer. An ego answer and a small answer? A soul. A soul answer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Which you want to do first, the ego or the soul? Well, my ego says that uh, my greatest fear is that like I'll be forgotten. My life didn't matter at all. You'll be forgotten. Yeah. By who? Everybody. Everybody. Oh, yeah. We're gonna forget you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. As soon as we bury you, we come back here for some greens and candy yam. Yeah. You will be forgotten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll pretend that, oh, we're so sad, but we'll be lying. <laughs> Why do you want to be remembered? Probably for the same reason why Jesus wanted to be remembered. Who? Jesus. Jesus? And he, you know. Why did Jesus want to be remembered? So that he's always with us. Uh, speak from the chest. So that he's always with us. He, so you want to be remembered so you can always be with us? Again, this is my ego talking. <laughs> so um, I, I realize how ridiculous it sounds. Yeah, it is. But um, I mean, even people, like, they have families. And their family, um, I guess they live on. You notice how when people die, you forget them after a while? You don't remember. Mm. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, you, you're not going to be remembered. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, and I, I totally get it. But I'm glad I you mean, recognize I mean, that's an ego. It's totally my ego. Right. I mean. And so, yeah. and then the other one is what? Um, to be like disconnected from like people and from God, to be completely alone. That is honestly, like when I think of hell, it is like... So you go for me so they can hear you over here? Oh, like when I think of what hell is like, my greatest fear is just to be completely alone, disconnected from people and God. Oh, I see. So your greatest fear is to be disconnected from people and be alone? People and God, you say? Yeah. And just be alone? You have a fear of that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I understand that. Amazing. Yes, ma'am. I can't think of any one greatest fear. I can't think of anything. So you, you can't think of anything? Oh, okay. Amazing. Um, yes, sir. Uh, just in response to what she said, um, I hope everybody <laughs> forgets about me. 
We will. Oh, yeah, and I hope so because uh, I've had a few friends uh, pass away, overdose on heroin and other things, and uh, suicide and stuff like that. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I held on to it for many, many years, and it destroyed me. Yeah. It made me feel many ways, and it really destroyed me. Absolutely, and, man. Uh, eventually, I came to this point in my head where my friend, I tried to interact with him, you know, in my head and tell him all the things that I needed to say. But at the same time, my friend was just like, dude, I'm gone. I'm like, that's it. It's good. Yeah. Like, I'm in a better place now. Exactly. I'm, at, I'm at wherever I'm at. Right on, man. Yeah. That's deep. That was hard. That was really hard. But I don't, I don't want anybody in this world hanging on to me when I'm not here anymore. Yeah, you know, maybe they might remember me or something, but it's no big deal. You know, right I, I have my time, and I got to enjoy the world and see it, and that's that's all there is to it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, Nick is right. Um, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said I. I'll, when I'm interacting with people, I see fear come oh. up because I'm trying to like, hide. He's everybody in the world is a number where don't want to be found out. You protect that false identity. You don't want people to know you're afraid. You don't want people to know you're this. You 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 smile to pretend that you're nice. We you really don't like the person. You don't want to smile. <laughs> You, you do things that you don't want to do. You put on a front, and you protect that front. You don't want people to see it's a front. And so you protect that. I had some people tell me that they're afraid of, uh, oh, I had an interesting conversation last night with a friend, and they said they're afraid of their personality, I mean, their reputation being destroyed. And so I went through and went to reputation, I'm like, Nobody care about your reputation. That's all in your mind. The people do not care about that. That's just an illusion, right? And then I had another friend. She said she was afraid of being gossiped about. She said that when she go amongst her friends, they all hang out together, they party. And for some reason, she think that when they, she leave the party, they talk about her. They say things about her that they wouldn't say to her, right? And so I was thinking about this. So that's a, the child of the greatest fear. Everyone has the greatest fear. And I was thinking about this over the weekend, all week. And I remember when I used to date a lot. And I used to, in order for me to break up with a woman, I had to have another one waiting in the West Ring. And so I would, uh, because I remember thinking that, like when I first meet the woman, she made me feel so good. She loved me. I love her. We lied to one another. <laughs> you know, we go to lunch. You know what I'm saying? And it's a really a good feeling. Anybody ever had that? Yeah. I'm in love again, right? Mm -hmm. And then as soon as things start going wrong, because they do, now you feel unloved. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're trying to jump through hoops to make this woman love you, right? Because now you feel unloved. And then if it looked like the relationship is over, I would try to find another relationship to get in real fast so I could feel love again. And so I would think, well, that was so interesting to go through that. Why did I feel that? 
And I realized it was an idea. It was never real. I thought that she was making me feel good, but she was really making my ego to not me feel good. It was never me, but I thought I was feeling good. And then when she wasn't around, I would feel jealousy or bad. And I realized that wasn't even me either that was feeling bad. But because I was identifying with the identities and everyone have a truckload of false, fake identities, right? And because I was identifying with those things, I thought I was being hurt or made to feel good. And that I loved her and she loved me, but I never loved her and she never loved me at all. It was all about this false self, this false ego. And what I realized from that is that uh, everybody, every human being protect a false self. You protect a false ego. And, and you were saying earlier, you never really face these things, right? But when you, the false ego is when you feel fear, when you feel shy, when you feel doubt, when you feel insecurity, when you feel worried, when you uh, think about tomorrow or yesterday, or when you think about what you have or don't have, or when you uh, uh, compare yourself to others, try to be rich or try to be poor, all of those are false identities. None of those things are real. They are totally the nature of the devil. When you think of yourself as being an alcoholic or a drug addict or any form of identity at all, or you have a reputation, you don't have a reputation. Everybody gossip about everybody. <laughs> have you talked about other people behind their back? You've been talked about. That's what the children of the lie do. They're the children of the devil. Just as when you've done it, you were the child of the devil talked about other people behind their back. This idea about reputation is a false identity. And, and, and we are afraid to face that. The greatest fear is to overcome the false identities that you have. Because what you don't know is that those false identities, if you face them, shaking your boots. So when Hate was saying that when you have to deal with people, you have to deal with people and you feel a little shy about it. You feel a little nervous about it. Don't run away from that. Run to it. Let it happen. Let the fear happen and feel the fear. Relax in it. it even if you feel uh, desperate or the end of life or whatever desperation. Let yourself feel the desperation because the def desperation is the nature of the devil. It's not you at all. But you have identified with it. But if you feel it instead of loving it and people who run away from it, they love that feeling. They love the fear, the feeling of fear. They love the feeling of doubt. They, they love the feeling of holding on to a reputation or holding on to this or holding on to that, pretending. I realize that human beings love feelings. They do anything, whether it's a bad feeling or a so-called good feeling, they work overtime to get a feeling. When you start loving feelings, you'll be free. And the only way you're going to start loving feelings, this false self have to die. You are none of those things at all. We have, and that's why in the, in the scripture it said we should die daily. And die daily is when you're facing these things and not trying to prevent these things from happening. 
but face them. And Satan doesn't want to die. He want to live in your body. He, he lives in human body. He and all his little demons. And they come in, in, in under the headline of oppression, suicidal thoughts, depression, loneliness, and all that. But when you allow those things to die, you're going to see that that's the spiritual death that we all have to do. There is no way around it. If you want to live, you must die. You're never going to live until you die. And the only way you're going to die is you got to face the so-called loneliness. You got to face the anger. You got to face the fear. You got to face the everything is false. It's not even real. And when and, and when Satan says to you, well, how long is this going to last? Like you were saying about all those thoughts. And it just looked like they're never going to end. And the voices say to you, well, how long do you have to suffer? How long are you going to be afraid? What Satan is really saying, I don't want to die. But he sounds like you, so it feels like you're tired and you're tired of dealing with it. But it's really him crying out that I don't want to leave you. I don't want to die. It's not you at all. But it sounds like you. He'll tell you, take a drink, call somebody, bake a cake, clean the house. Anything to get you distracted from the lie. The greatest fear is dying from the false identities. And we always get the opportunity to die from those identities in almost every situation. When we have to talk to someone, when we have to work or whatever, dealing with people or, or being alone and you feel lonely or you feel afraid. Those are the things that you want to face so you can die. You, want to, you don't want somebody else to make you feel good to forget that. You don't want that. That is a false identity and it's not you at all. Some people feel lonely, they take a trip. I'm going to Florida. And then all that hell go right to Florida with you. <laughs> And it come back from Florida with you, and it's still with you. You gotta die. There's once to die, and once you live, and once you die from those things, you will no longer be afraid of death because death won't exist anymore. It, it won't exist. Yes, your body will fade back into the dirt, right? But death won't exist. Death itself is an illusion. The only death you have to go through is the spiritual death of the nature of the devil. And so when people talk about you, that's why Christ said we were blessed when people talk about us. When people gossip about you, when people lie on you, because you've done it too. You're no different than, in that fallen state, we're all working with, with demons. And nobody has love, and everybody's done the same thing that everybody else is doing. And when you're in that fallen state, you roam the earth to see who you can hurt. So you could get a false sense of life. Isn't that amazing? Even the idea of friendship is an idea. It's not even real. That's why you jump through hoops for the friend. Well, I thought you were my best friend. It was a thought. We can get along with people without attaching ourselves to them. All those things are identity. You don't have any love. You're not love. You're not hate either. It's the spirit of the devil that made a home and you're possessed. And that's why in God's eye, you're neither guilty or, 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 or unguilty. You're not a saint or a sinner. 
because God knows that we have all these identities, we have a false identities in us, and it's driving us to do the things we do. If you were in a fallen state, you would never hurt another human being. I mean, if you were in the risen state. It's only in the fallen state that we hurt one another. We do cruel things to one another in that fallen state. But when you rise above that, and you will, you will never hurt another person, period. Because you won't need them. You won't need friendship from them. You won't need loveship from them. You won't need relationships from them. You won't need all that emotional stuff to make you feel any kind of way. Yet you get along with everybody because you would not need them. You could live as husband and wife and not need one another at all. And if one decides, well, I'm done with this marriage, you'll be like, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> You won't have to go through heartaches and breakups and get call mama. Mama, you left me. And mama like, come on home, babe. Mama got you. There will be no feelings about it at all. You're too into feelings. Your greatest fear too is to let feelings go. Human beings in the fallen state literally think we need to have feelings. I, how do I know I love you? I feel it. That's not love. When somebody tell you they feel it, what they're telling you, they hate you. <laughs> because that love feeling will quickly turn to a hate feeling. Because it's already a hate feeling, and just call it love because feel good. But you got the greatest fear is all these identities that you've pitched up along the way in life. I'm smart, I'm dumb, I'm this, I'm that. Listen how you talk about I, 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 me, me, me. That's all ego. Everything about you. When Francisco would talk about vanity, it's all about vanity. Whenever you hear a person talk about themselves so much, they're vain. When you see people crying, why are you crying? Oh, I'm so hurt. Why are you hurt? My dog died. When they're telling you I'm a vain person and I love crying over the dog, the dead dog, I need you to hear it so I can stay in my vanity. Pay me attention. You know how people get mad if you don't pay them attention? Give them attention? The wife could be complaining about something and the husband not even interested. He don't love me. <laughs> but why do you say I don't love you? You're not a paying attention. <laughs> you don't care about my feelings. And what she's saying, I'm a vain ego. I love these feelings. I need you to pay attention to them. This is my life. And then she'll go cheat on the man. Well, why'd you cheat on him? Well, he wasn't paying attention to me. He wasn't giving me enough attention. I'm like, are you crazy? <laughs> this new man that you're with, once he gets done with you in bed, you're over. He ain't going to pay your attention no more. He don't love you. It's just ego feeling, that's all. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Lady, men don't love you. Once they get you to bed two or three times, they don't know what to do with you. They're like, Lord, what am I going to do with her now? <laughs> I got all my satisfaction from her. I don't even know what to do with her now. And you have to tell me, well, I thought you loved me. Mm -hmm. Nope. Men don't love women, and women don't love men. Yeah, something. But the greatest fear is all these identities you have, which is of the devil, they're not you. The real you will appear up here 
And I don't want I don't want you to get any idea of what the real you look like which because the devil used that against you too. You'll know when you find the real you, but you must die. And when you forgive, because God is the light, right? And the light will destroy the darkness, all these fake identities. All these fake identities. When you forgive, the light will turn on and it will start to show you the fake identities. For those who are truly seeking it his way, he'll start to show you and you'll start to let go. Uh, somebody mentioned the greatest fear was letting go. The greatest fear is, one of the greatest fear is letting go and letting these ego false natures die. Joel and I was talking about it and he was like, my, my greatest fear is, is letting go. I feel like I'm falling I'm, and I'm holding on to a stern wheel. I cannot say it as well as he said it, but an example. And I feel like I'm falling, and, and if I let go of the stern wheel, I'm gonna fall all the way. But that's what you want to do. You want to fall, and God will catch you. He will catch you. But you won't let yourself fall. You hold on to the false identity. You hold on to the ego. But let yourself fall. Let go. Reality is, there's nothing we can do about ourselves. That face that reality, there's literally nothing we can do. That's another lie from the devil that we can change ourselves, and we can't. You can read the Bible until the cows come home, <laughs> until they eat up all the cabbage and the melons. <laughs> you still can't save yourself. We cannot save ourselves. The devil got you thinking that you can. Oh, if you read a lot of books, if you go and do this, if you feed the hunger, go downtown and feed the hunger, feed the poor, right? You'll be saved. No, you won't. You just would have wasted time on, on the hunger who would think that they're better than you. <laughs> <laughs> you notice how the hunger people come around, they throw all the trash out of the trash can, right in front of your business, and they'll leave it there. And if you say, pick up that trash, you can't tell me what to do. Isn't that amazing? The homeless person feels like they're better than you. Just like you feel that you're better than the next person. It's a false identity, folks. And that cry, it's like what you were saying, those who are really sticking with it, that cry for life that you hear in your head, it's the devil crying out. It's not you. He doesn't want to die. And he's going to scream at you, he's going to accuse you, he's going to yell at you, he's going to bring in all these thoughts about things happened 30 and 40 years ago or yesterday or even this morning. Just let it pass through. Don't hold on to it. What he's really saying, I don't want to leave your body. I don't want to die. But you think it's you. It's not. The greatest fear is dying from the identities. They're all false. You're neither lonely nor happy. You're not alone. God is with you. God is not accusing you of anything. He knows that you're possessed. We're all possessed with the demon spirit in our imagination and emotions. They're not you. They're in your physical body, but it's not you. So you got to endure that too. Endure the pain, the false feeling of happiness and the false feeling of sadness. It's all fake. I know I see a bunch of hands. Let me do this for you. I saw here and there and there. Yes, sir. So 
it seems like the reason why it's so hard is because in that fallen state, we get a customized personal hell experience for each individual. And so that's why someone else's hell experience could look, could look different and their struggle may be different because it's tailored to what you were drawn to or what you used when you were traumatized. When you were traumatized and you went into a fallen state, whatever you ran to as your help after that, that's what you identify whatever with. Whatever you that's overreacted to. Whatever you overreacted to. The reason has the fear of spiders and things, whenever that first incident happened, whether you was a child or adult, the moment he overreacted, the fear came. Yep. And he became afraid. And that became your personalized, customized yeah. experience. And until you run to that, you won't ever be able to overcome it. It's yeah. personalized to you. When the fear come of spiders, and he, he be shaking it, but there's a spider sitting there looking at him. <laughs> you gotta just look at that spider. You gotta look the devil in the eye and shake your boots. It's like facing mama. But when you go and face mama, the fear of mama leaves because it was just an illusion, right? And so when he face, and that's why when he faced the spiders and the things, once he shake in and be off right, and the devil like, oh, you better run, they gonna get you. Don't run, face it. And let your whole body tremble. Don't run, and it is dying. And everyone who has anger has fear. Everyone who has fear has anger. You can't have one without the other. And everybody has fear. That's why you won't face the loneliness or the sadness or the depression or the spiders or, or this or that. You, you have fear of losing your false identity. You're not amazing? It's not real. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? You know what I'm talking about. It's not real. It's just not real. And don't let the world tell you that it's real. The world is promoting this evil stuff. They tell you to take on these identities. Who would I be if I didn't have love? You're going to be the same person that you were when you thought you had love. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. You want to live life with no identities. But they got to die away from you. And opportunities give you the, the chance to die. It's not for you to let this thing live in you. It's to let it die. All right. Yes, sir. Does that make sense a little bit? Yes, sir. I think Harry's saying when women say that you're not listening to me, you're being insensitive, you don't validate my feelings, uh, what she's really saying is, you're a man, you're a man, and you're a man. And I'm like, yeah, I am all those things. Because I don't need to validate your feelings. I'm not responsible for your feelings. I hear your feelings, but I'm not responsible for them. And you can't sit here and try to blame me for them. Right. What, she, what she's saying, you're not worshiping me. I need you to worship me so I can stay alive. That's what she's saying. But she's saying you're I a man because you you're not help. doing that. Men don't do that. Right. So she's saying you're a man. You're she a man. Said, you're a man. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, I see what you're saying. You saying? But in her mind, she's saying you're not yeah. worshiping me so I can stay alive. Right. That thing wants to stay alive. And the worst thing that a man can do is worship that in a woman. Mm -hmm. if, if she said, you're not listening, you're not listening, okay, I'm not going to listen. You've got to overcome that hell in you. That's a false identity. And if the man loved the woman, he would tell her that and not cater to that. And then in about 50 years, she would start to come around. <laughs> 
and then you'll die, but at least you'll die with a smile on your face because you will see that my wife finally waking up. And your kids will be fine. They'll be fine. They won't have to suffer because you protect the kids from, from that, right? Yes, sir. So um, I have two verses in the Bible that talk about love. First is uh, 1 John 4.18. In love, there is no room for fear. But perfect love casts out fear. And people think that fear implies um, punishment. And it's not. It says, no one who is afraid ha has come to uh, imperf imperfection of love. So it's a way you become more perfect. The interesting thing about that, reading it means nothing to anyone. It doesn't mean anything. I've heard that all my life. And I'm sure you all have heard that, right? Perfect love casts out fear. And so the Christian walk around, I don't have any fear. Perfect love has, and they're just afraid of as anything, right? Because just reading that and hearing that only feeds the ego. It's just ego knowledge. And if you hold on to that, you'll walk around claiming you have love. And the first thing that happened to you, you're judging you're on the run, you're joining a club, you're trying to get a false identity. But you know, you know perfect love cast out fear, but you have none. Mm. You, you all, because Christ doesn't, Christ doesn't, Christ does not give you the spirit of fear. It does not come from God. It's totally the nature of the devil. And what we need is a brand new nature. And when you let this false nature die, this ego nature, you will have a normal new nature, which is the nature of God. So it's not enough to just go and forgive. And your heart will change if you truly see that you, that you resent, you judge, right? Your heart will change from anger to love. Now you got the power, you got the authority of God to destroy the darkness. Because the darkness really don't have any power at all is is fate he's he's been defeated and so if he can't make you continue to identify with him and that's what he's trying to do is to make you identify with him by making you think that it's you and it's not you i want you to really really notice it's not you but it's not going to change until you go through it. Don't be running from the devil. He ain't going to do nothing. When you face him, when you face him, you're going to see that all his little scare tactics and things like that was fake. He ain't going to do nothing. Yes, sir. And then I'll take you. And so uh, the, the last two things, uh, you know, Paul, he denied Christ three times and that was his ego. He felt afraid, he felt uh, embarrassed and ashamed. And so he didn't even think, he didn't, <laughs> Jesus didn't, he didn't, wasn't, you know, didn't have the spirit yet. And the other uh, about love is, uh, is uh, these people in the Bible, they must have had, had it. Uh, so the one verse that uh, comes to mind is, uh, love does not envy, it's not boastful, it's not arrogant, it's not rude. It's not self-seeking, it's not irritable, and does not keep record of wrongdoing. Um, love is kind, love is joy, love is righteousness. Um, uh, but those who- So let me just do this because of time. We, 
Bible thumping go on all day. We have Bible thump on Thursday, buddy. So everybody, everybody is wondering, why don't you drop the knowledge and come to the wisdom so you can know your worst fears and get over Why hang on to the knowledge? If I knew that, I would have it. No, I'm asking, I had that. But they want to know, why don't you do it? I've tried. You tried what? I did everything that knowingly and spiritually, you know, giving myself to Christ and forgiven. And it's, I think it's something that has to you be tried given to, to me. You tried to do what? I've tried to do all those things. The Bible thumper things, I gave those up. Uh, facing my fears, facing my... But you're not facing your fears. I am. But if you were facing your fear, you would, you would have known at least what one of your little great fears was. I did. I told you that all my fears are of my ego. All my fears are my pride. I know that. I know that. And those things are dying. But if they're not dying if you're not facing them. They're not dead. They're not dying if you're not facing them. I am facing them. Oh, have mercy. I am. <laughs> okay. I, am. I mean, I'm, I'm not there yet, so you know what? You're not where? I have not arrived in perfect love like those guys who wrote about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, and he gave a good, but you got to let the knowledge go. Because people get locked in the knowledge. The knowledge, you know, you come, it comes, you hear it, but let it fly away. And wisdom will come. It will, and you will live by wisdom. But if you just quote this stuff, you're not going to be ready when Satan come after you. He's going to blow you away. Because you think it's you. You're none of those things. And stop judging yourself because you're not guilty. They had the little uh, pride thing up there, right, pride thing? It's so sad because they have convinced these people that that's who they are. And they believe it, and now they're out there acting like demons. Yeah. When you see them, you can't hate them, you can't judge them, you just see the demons in them. They're like real nasty, publicly doing gross stuff and just so demonic. But it's the same spirit in everybody, in everyone. It's the same spirit. You may have believed that you were this or that, or you're into your blackness, or you're into your whiteness, or you're into your Jewishness. Jewishness. <laughs> it's all fake. It's all it's keeping you away from the true self. And then everybody fight over trying to act like they're, they're, whoever they think they are is better than the next person. And so they fight. Try to prove one is better than the other. The government doing the same thing. Everybody fight over ego stuff, over false life. A mess. I know. <laughs> it is a mess. It's a, when you truly wake up, you're going to wonder how in the world was I involved in that mess? You're going to want to slap yourself. Yes, ma'am. Did I see a hand over here somewhere? Oh, okay. Oh, right here, too. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just what's happening. I think I, I appreciate everything you just said because I, I think what is happening is my ego is dying every day. I can, it's like God brightens the light in the room, notch by notch. Like I just see so yeah. much, and what happens simultaneously as this is happening is, you know, like this morning I woke up at 4 a.m. or 3 a.m. or something in a nightmare that I, th I don't know if it was a nightmare or I was awake and 
the devil himself was in my room, you know, like. When I, you wake up, when you start to wake up, the yeah. devil get very, very busy. You wake up and uh, yeah. when you truly start seeing what's going on, and then you can go to bed at night and when you open your eye, he's right there already. Right. You're already thinking and feeling fear or yeah. something, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And because it, you were unconscious while you were sleeping. And, and so people ask me about dreams, I now understand that when they go to sleep, you fall into unconsciousness mm. and all that hell come alive. And it's the same hell that hit you when you awake, when you're walking around. Yeah. Not, it's the same hell, but it's just that you're in the bed sleeping. Yeah. I used to be really freaked out by that. Um, and if I'm being really honest, there's a moment where it kind of takes my breath away for a second, but I know exactly what it is and I can sit still in it. But then when I really wake up for the day and I'm starting my day doing my things, like it's like he's like, got to remind me that I still have emotion because I, you know, I read a text from somebody and my first thought is like, this person is an idiot, you know? <laughs> And then yeah. I have to pause and look <laughs> yeah. at like, you know, I have to, you know, it takes work. I have to look at this text. You I have to acknowledge it. that they don't know what they're talking about. It's okay that I don't think they can read. I have, it's my problem. I have an emotion, you know what I mean? Like, and so by the time I've read this text and I go on with my morning to do something, I've done like 80 different <laughs> steps to get still. Yep. And I think that's really what's just going on. Like what you said is that the more I see the the more I'm just, I'm, I'm allowing my ego to die every day. I don't care about stuff that I cared about even a month ago. Absolutely. And, and I also can see that just even being out with some people yesterday, it, the conversation of the world is to just ask you questions to keep you in the world. And it's yeah. to no fault of their own. They don't know. So it's just, you know, I can be having a good time and having a conversation about whatever and suddenly i realized like i don't i don't have language to con the conversation's really over because really it's like what's your goal i don't have any goals and then people are like what's wrong with you how do you live in la and you don't have any goals <laughs> right. like what you know yeah. and and then i realize that's all i have to say it doesn't matter what i say after that i they're gonna it's just weird living in the world at, at this stage, and I think the more that I've become okay with it and calm with it, the devil, you know, I've had, the, he's literally just inviting himself into my room at this point, and I, you know, it, and it, that's just how it is. Well, just relax, he's gonna get worse. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I'm kinda like, I'm well, let's, you know, let's go, bring it on, like, yeah. just bring the band, bring the, fan club whatever like just let's get this on and over with i'm telling you it's gonna get worse <laughs> and i'm telling end. you this so you don't freak out and give up because he wants you to give up that's why he's gonna get worse because the devil uh that's why you have devil people running around because he dwells in human beings so you have human devils running around right but the devil does and he lives in human being bodies and minds and, but it's interesting too, he lives in, hum in the human mind and body, but he doesn't live in you. He doesn't live in the real you, he lives in the physical you. He doesn't live in, right, in the ego you. Because it's his ego though, it's not even your ego. It's his nature. You just think it's your ego, but it's his nature. 
It's weird how that is, but yeah, when you start to see it, you can't believe what a fool I've been. What a fool I've been. That I've been believing this, acting this way, protecting a false image, trying to get it from the world. The world don't have it to give. Not one other human being have it to give because we don't have love. We can't give you love. Love only comes from God. Nobody has love. But everybody lie to one another. Even parents, when they call the kids, right, and they hang, get ready to hang up, I love you. Just lying. <laughs> and then if the kids don't say, I love you back, but why do you say, I love you back? That question alone is telling the kid, I don't really love you. I'm just saying that to get a good feeling from you. Isn't that true? Because if you love somebody, why do they need to tell you I love you back? That's amazing, huh? And then the parents feel bad if they don't say I love you. Because they, they hang up the call feeling empty. Oh, and the devil said, you didn't tell that child you love him. Suppose they have a train wreck. Okay, you died not knowing I loved him. <laughs> He's not going to remember anyway. <laughs> but y'all getting this? Yes. And, I, and I want you to know the devil going to scream at you. Because he doesn't want to leave the soul. He doesn't want to leave the body. So he's going to yell. He's going to scream. He's going to send other demons after you. He's going to do everything. And you're going to be so afraid. There are going to be moments when you're so afraid you can't even move. Stay with it. It's all a lie. He will die. The light enters on him. Let me take here and, I, and then here and I'll come back to you. Okay. Yes. Uh, I, I have a daughter on the way. Yeah. What's, what's some advice you could, uh, you could probably give me to not yeah. screw him up? Never make a daughter first. <laughs> it's a pure sign of beta. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. Okay. Uh, I'm just joking. Even though men used to be, we don't need no more girls. We got enough girls. Can you make a boy? Send that one back. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying, hey, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. Just be of love and not of hate. And the light of God will guide you. He will work through you to guide your daughter in the right way to go. I, gotcha. pr I promise you that. And uh, another question. So uh, I've been doing this as of a few months back, I don't pay attention to people uh, that want to argue. Right. And they tell me, uh, you're disavowed. But right now that you were saying that, now it's making sense. Because granted, there's times where I'm like, man, I, like, I, it, it takes all, like my whole brain, like, don't say anything, shut up, don't, don't, don't even introduce <laughs> this. And, uh, but right now that you were saying this, it just finally clicked where it's like, okay, yeah, like, that's why you feel better, because you're not you're going to feel 100% yeah. better when you don't argue. Yeah. But the devil will make you think you need to argue. Well, how are you going to look? They're yelling at you. They're saying this. They're doing it. You look weak. You look this. And he'll make you argue, and it'll just yeah. be two devils arguing. Yeah, but arguing. now I let it go. And, and yes, so right now that it, that it clicked, I'm like, I don't care what they say anymore, like, that I'm weak, that, I don't, that I'm not telling the truth. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah, like, you're good. And nice. I, but I feel better. Like, right now, like you said that. Like how I, how, how you feel after, like when you don't pay attention to it. Like, yeah, I feel great. Like, I, I don't have to do I it. want you guys to try that this week, your assignment. Don't argue with anyone. Mm -hmm. And just, you're going to feel better. Yeah. 
you. You're going to be free, but if you argue, it takes all your life, all your energy. Yeah, go to bed amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nine. Stop the arguing. It's just devils arguing. And that's why the human, the, the human devil come to you. They need to argue with somebody. And if they can't argue with you, they're going to find somebody to argue with. <laughs> they will roam the earth and find somebody to argue with. And they'll feel at home. Isn't that something? Yes, sir. Amazing. Yes, sir. And then here. I remember uh, my tooth was loose. And you know, I was living with it, dealing with it. And one day I like, hit it harder. So it felt super loose, and I was like panicking in my room, just freaking out, sweating my chest. Oh, my tooth's gonna fall out. I'm a server, like bartender, or whatever. <laughs> like I'm supposed to smile at my job a lot, you know. And then just kind of realized the next day how foolish that was and how stupid I was sitting there, like what an idiot. Like, yeah. like what's the point? Yeah. Nothing. And just kind of let it hang and dangle, finally came out, and I could eat again. Absolutely, better, man. And it was like freedom, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, you that's, know a just, that's a funny one, but that's a good point. Yeah, so, you know, I think, like, I'm not going to smile as much. And yeah. I kind of realize now that I, I just don't care anymore. Right on. And I feel my mouth kind of tighten sometimes when I'm smiling, but I know that I'm, like, not consciously doing it, so like, I'm aware of that. Yeah. And to not do that. And also worried of, like, if my voice was going to change or I was, like, like, hissing all the time, you know? Yeah. You know, you know, also a guitarist or a singer, so when I was singing, is my voice, am I going to sound the same as I was singing before? And I just got rid of all that. Right know? on, and man. I don't even know if there's a difference when I play it now. I don't even That's pay attention, right. you know? It's like... Oh, he's so right. Stop overreacting. And the devil wanted to, God said, be still. So when this thing is dying, he made me realize, when this ego is dying, and the devil trying to scare you to get a reaction, don't react. Be still and know God. Let God do it. There's nothing you can do about it. Be still through all that. Be still means when, when the devil is trying to destroy you or other people are trying to yeah. take you over, don't overreact. Don't argue. Don't do anything. And it is dying. And you will be free. It's not just when you sit and pray, but when you're dealing with life, too. We are out there dealing with issues in life. Be still, be still through those issues. The devil wants you to run because he wants you to, he wants to stay alive in you. But you be still through those issues. It's not happening to you. It's happening to him. It's not happening to you. Uh, here, I think. I already went to you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So I have a question. Right. Um, I, I referenced earlier how I had this ongoing, it was an obsessive fear of my mother, you know, passing away. Right. And once it happened, I ended up spending three years grieving, like two years, six months too long. Um, and maybe even less, I, at the grieving stage probably should have ended even far sooner than even the six month period right. had I known what I know now. Right. So, you know, after all of that was over, I realized everything's fine. You know, everything's good. The world is still spinning. My mother, everything is fine. Yeah. So I think when I, when I heard this question, I immediately went into my thoughts about what, what do I fear? And that impeded me I don't want to think about what I fear. I would rather not think about that because I don't think it's fruitful, fruitful nor edifying to, for me to do, that, to do so. I would rather face the fear 
when it's here in the now and the present. So while I feel like I do have a tendency to be very Pollyanna-ish in the way I view things, is it okay, what do you say about just kind of burying my head in the sand until the fear is no, right in front of me? This is self-examination. You, you ask yourself, well, what, what is wrong with me I'm acting this way? What okay. is wrong with me that I'm hoping my mother been dead forever and I'm still thinking about it or I'm still feeling this way? The answer will come. You, you're self-examining yourself. You're not like getting all into thought, but you're questioning what you're thinking and feeling. And then the answer will come. You don't want to bury your hand in the sand. You want to face it. It's just part of self-examining. Know thyself. But isn't facing the fear, facing it when it's in front of you, not thinking about the fear that hasn't even come? Well, you're not, if, if you are, let's say you're struggling with the death of your mother for all these years, right? Well, something, I'm not anymore. If that you were, wrong. right, that's what I mean, when you were. Okay. There was something wrong with that. You were hanging on to thoughts then. Oh, right. You were into them about your mama and the devil tell you how wonderful it was or how bad it was, whatever it may be. Right. But if you had questioning that, why am I still holding on to her? She gone. The answer will come and you've been done with it. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do agree with everything you said. Right and as far as Sean and the spiders, if you see a spider, call me. I'm obsessed with them. I love spiders. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, the woman not even scared of a spider. I love them. I love them. Amazing. Um, did I see your hand? Yeah, I forgot. Okay. When you become Another thing about, I want to use the, uh, uh, Peterson as an example, he was afraid to get up and speak, and I had to get up anyway. He got past that. Yeah. He just faced it, and that's what you have to do. If you're afraid to talk, talk anyway. Yeah. And shaking boot, tremble while you're talking. And the devil going to say, oh, people think you look stupid. You up there sounding crazy. They, they see you. He's going to be talking to you, right, to get you to hurry up and sit down. But don't. See it through. Face it. Because it's not you. It's another false identity. It's not you at all. Yeah, yes, when, sir. You, when you bury your head in the sand, you're just pushing those emotions, those fears away, and you're going to have to face it. So, and when you do, that's when you, when you are, your ego dies. You're going to have to face everything. So even yeah. the stuff you're not even aware of, you're going to you're going to have to face, and that's what makes it so painful. But what I was going to say back. A while ago was uh, when you're born again God gives you a new heart because for me before before that I was born again it was impossible for me to uh, not have anger it was impossible but he, once he gives you a new heart and he does yeah. you will not you will not be angry with with anything he will change your heart salvation of the heart and he'll also renew your mind too yeah like, that was my that was my problem. I would get sick sometimes, and but now with the renewing of the mind, it's you lose your earthly knowledge that I had a lot of, and you start getting God's knowledge, which is wisdom. Absolutely, amazing, amazing. Isn't that interesting? Yes, and one last thing, I think I want you to know you're possessed. We all are possessed. Christ went along healing people. To see yourself, to overcome the anger, is healing. You, you, those spirits are being taken away from you. 
he is laying hands on you and taking away those spirits. But you are possessed. You're not in control of anything. And if we love one another, we'll be honest with one another. It's not you. It's the devil in you. You're possessed. You're not your thoughts. You're not your body. You're not your feelings. And so you got to work on you. You got to work on this. It ain't enough just to read the word. You can read the Bible until the cows come home and still be crazy. <laughs> Matter of fact, you are crazy. Because you're just quoting the Bible, but you, at night, during the day, when you're all alone, you're still afraid. You have fear. Everyone that has anger has fear. And everyone that has fear has anger. And that is of the devil. And one last thing. That's why God is not judging us. God is not telling you, oh, I'm going to send you to hell. He's trying to tell you to wake up. You're in hell. You're in hell. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You're in hell. Wake up. Most people think that, oh, they're waiting to die, physically die and go to hell, right? But you're already in hell. You can have paradise on earth or you can continue in your hell. And people who love emotions love their hell. They fight for their hell. And they want you to cater to their hell. Help keep me in hell. Lie to me. Isn't that crazy? But God ain't, ain't being black, ain't holding nothing against you. God is not holding anything. We are free. In his side, when Christ came, it was finished. And you have never done anything wrong or right at all. It's always been for those who have overcome, it's been God guiding it. The right come through him. Other than that, the devil has been making you do all this stuff. And you've been saying that it was you. And you know, you can get drunk to run away from this. Face it, and the drunk will fall away, the alcohol will fall away. Then you can drink like you got some sense. <laughs> really. But every human being has this. All right? Was this helpful today? In, in what way? It just um, it, it reinforces what I've al already uh, thought about or, or known, but um, it just makes you realize that, um, yeah, a lot of your fear, if you just let go, like you said, then most of this stuff will fall away. The, it will the fall fear, away. The anger, all that stuff will fall away. So, But uh, a lot of people just fear letting go. That's the, that's the biggest thing. Let yourself fall. Let yourself fall. Don't try to save yourself. Let yourself fall. He will save you. All right. Was this helpful for you at all today? Yeah, I think so. Oh, hold on one minute. I'm sorry. Like how you're like identify the identities and just categorize them as as not being you. That's right. You're just going through the motions. <laughs> That's right. They're not you. You've been driven by spirits in the mind and emotion. And they like the 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 hate, they like the fear and Yeah. They feed off of the what is it that when you first meet someone your uh, endorphins go up and that spirit likes that too and they want you to continue like a weird cycle. Yeah. In a sense. 
Absolutely. And that could fall under a, it's like the same thing as an abusive cycle. Like the highs and then the lows. Yeah. And then you just kind of like expect it and you want that, but it can be so dang confusing. It's pure evil. The highs and the lows are evil. And they're not you. That's amazing. So I want you to do the silent prayer. I don't know, do you know, have you heard me talk about the silent prayer? Yeah. Are you doing that? Yeah, in the, in the night, I don't do it in the morning. Do it in the morning too. Yeah. So that you can, all these identities, these impressions you have about yourself and worried about what others think about you, it will all disappear and you'll be free. You're none of those things. You never have been, you never will be. It's just, you believed it and it feel true because you believed it. All right, so don't ever call yourself anything. Don't identify with anything. Have no identity. And don't let anyone try to make you have identity. Okay, you can have your little identity, but I ain't going I've been down that road before. <laughs> Not going back. Any questions about that? Anything? No. Okay, nice. Um, would this help last would this helpful for you today? Yes. It I'm was. Sorry? It was helpful. Speak from chess? It was helpful. It I kinda knew that it was I wasn't supposed to hold on to my fears. Yeah. It just didn't feel right. So seeing this and hearing this this was a confirmation for me. And when you, when the devil hear you saying that you're not supposed to hold on to him, he's going to rush you tonight. He's going to like, oh, yeah. Uh, let's see you. But just shake through it. That path. And just know you in a thought and feel that it's not real. Oh, I see you, devil. That's not me. I know that's not me. You know what I'm saying? And he, he will depart. Right. All right. Um, you ready? Uh huh. Just say what you didn't want to say. No. If it's personal, don't. But oh, okay. All right. Did this help a little bit? In what way? Um, I feel like every time we come, though, it's just a reminder of still practicing the same things that you know, like just kind of how do I say, it? like remembering all the things that I'm still growing through and learning through. Yeah. Sense. So just it's just a rem another reminder to stay on top of certain things and. It, you will get to a point where you won't have to work on these things anymore. It'll be gone. It'll be over. You will have died and risen. And you'll be fine. I'm trying not to have a time limit on it, though, because I always used to it, think, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm done now, but then I'm not. So I just I kind of <laughs> forgot about that, and I just do every day and see how it goes. That's right. Yeah. Do, not, do not cry, oh, Lord, when is this going to end? <laughs> Lord, I've been suffering too long. How long is this going to last? This too hard. The Lord don't want to hear that. <laughs> that's whining. That's the devil whining. The devil said, I don't want to leave you. That's what he's saying. And he's making it hard on your mind and body. All right? So just remember the greatest fear is letting go of all your identities. And Raymond, and so next time when the devil wants you to say all those horrible things about yourself, don't say it. No, because it's not you. Unless you're saying, I know that's not me. Don't claim it. It's, 
it's, I promise you it's not you. The real Raymond is not depressed, you're not me, you're not nasty, you're not worried, you're not any of those things. There's a spirit that made a home in you. That's what Paul was talking about. It's the spirit, it's not you, so stop identifying with the spirit. I understand that, but I, I still have, bear some responsibility for it, don't I? What responsibility? That, uh, for my sins? No. What's, no. How can you bear responsibility when it's not you that committed the sin? Sounds like I'm passing a buck to somebody else. You are, right to the devil. <laughs> <laughs> You're passing the buck to where it belongs. The only sin that we have to confess is that we have hatred of our heart. We're judging. We're playing God. That's the only one. All these other identities, all these other vices and things, that's the devil in us. It ain't you. You're not responsible for that. You're responsible for admitting you're wrong for hating. And anyone that judges anybody, themselves or anyone, playing God, you would never know God. It's enough to see it, but don't hate what you see. They can't help it. All right? But all these vices and stuff that the world trying to make you identify with, they're telling you to stay with the devil. I'm with the devil. I need you to stay there too. Because the devil love the devils. Hate the devil. They don't love each other. All right? All right, folks. I hope that just helped a little bit. And work on yourself. Keep your eyes on yourself. When you wake up in the morning and you're already in fear, thoughts, and feeling, just know, you know what? That's not me. You just fell into unconsciousness while you were sleeping. That's all. And it's just exaggeration of what happens when you're awake. And you're unconscious, but you, in your head, you, it's the same thing. All right? Yes, and the devil tell you, oh, that, that's a dream about God. That's a, uh, that's a dream by him. <laughs> all right? It's not from God. God does not give you a spirit of fear. He loves us. He's not punishing us. God ain't the reason. Because I hear people say, why did God let that little child die? God ain't got nothing to do with that. That's your responsibility. Why over your child? All right? Okay, so stay with the prayer and watch and overcome the greatest fear of all these identities. You're not those things, so stop claiming them. They're not you. The real you have no fear, you have no doubts. You go against God even if you worry. You're dishonoring God when you worry about anything. Stop worrying. All your needs to be met. And, and, and this thing about I want to hurry up and get wealthy before it's too late or whatever you said, that's dumb. That's so dumb. I know. Huh? Yeah. It's stupid. That's right. Because all your needs are already met. They're already met. He tells you to take no thoughts about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, where you're going to live, and all that. I'll take care of that. And he will. You don't need to be rushing trying to get nothing. Take your time. Go to work. Do your saving a little money. But don't worry and don't, don't try to get any identity from it. Relax. It will happen on its own. I promise you it will happen on it. He loves it. Don't take any thought about that stuff. All right? Yes. And you're all proud. Oh, I, I worried about what the? <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm better. <laughs>
but take no thought about that. All right, so do the silent prayer. Become your own man, your own woman. Do not be afraid to stand alone. And so when you do associate with others, you're going to have fun, but you won't do it to get a sense of identity. You will not be trying to get anything from it. And you can walk away from it, you can take it or leave it. All right, thank you all for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. Um, the Women's Forum, thank you guys. The Women's Forum this Thursday, every third Thursday night for ladies only. So this Thursday for ladies only at 7 p.m. Bring your friends and everybody, all right? The women are on it. So, I'm sorry? Is there a Donna? Is the Donna going to be there? No, I don't, I don't know. You never tell who's going to show up. Is there a biblical question? Oh, I don't have a biblical question right now. Hopefully tomorrow or whenever. But I'll have one. What the? Yeah. But anyway, we'll do the Super Chats tomorrow and uh, all that good stuff, all right? I hope that this will help. If it didn't help anyone else, at least let it help you, all right? And if somebody else don't want it, wish them well, and you live your life. All right. And thank you all. It was amazing today. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I got to read.